Peace to you all conquerors. Thank you for joining us today as we continue with our series on I Am Being Made Noble as anchored from the book of Acts chapter 17 verse 11. May you be enlightened as you listen to this message on the ministry of man of God in making us noble. In Jesus' mighty name, comes today to our teaching we're looking at part five the ministry of men of God hallelujah Amen. the ministry of what Amen. I'm being made noble tell your neighbor I'm being made noble, being made noble. are you a noble like me ask your neighbor are you a noble like me then sit like a noble uh, write like a noble today and behave like a noble hallelujah amen and amen Acts chapter 17 verse 11 these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they receive the word with all readiness of mind and search the scriptures daily. Whether those things were so. These men in Thessalonica, they were more noble. Because they received the word with all readiness of mind. And they searched the scriptures daily. And you said a noble person is an individual of a highest social life. Or a highest social class, okay? If you have a higher social class, it means you are a noble. Is it true? Yes. Hallelujah. Highest or what? Social. Hallelujah. And you said the word wisdom which shall apply the month of September is the month is the ability to search. Dickens was listening to a message, searching, to understand what is faith. And God manifested through that platform. Most of us we are crying concerning issues because we are not searching. Your forefathers struggled. Your fathers are struggling. And even yourself, you are ready to struggle. You will say, Lord, give me strength to go through this mountain. Which mountain? You should be searching out to overcome the mountain or to dissolve the mountain. Search! Find out! And then Samson said, I sat, Solomon, and I observed. Do you understand? He understood how the ants work. Most of us are busy fixing things instead of busy searching things. You can never fix anything of no search for. So we have learned about the ministry of prayer. That was the first one. Is it true? And I tell you, consider Cornelius. Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 3. Cornelius gave himself as the ministry of prayer as a noble. Prayer! You can't be a noble who does not pray. Tell your neighbor, when is the last time you prayed? Nobles pray. Cornelius, Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 3. If you need to pray because you have a problem, because you, then it means you are a problem. You are the problem. Don't say, don't pray because you have challenges or problems. Prayers are for nobles. Okay? Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 3. Are we there? There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion in the band called the Italian band, a devout man, one who that feared God with all his house, which gave much arms to the people and prayed to God, what? Always. Pray to God, what? Always. When you are prayerful, your nobility will increase. You need to pray until you wake up praying. And the second thing we saw, no more are transformed by the word of God. Is it true? The word of God should be a past. The word of God is a lamp at my feet. Is it true? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And be not be conformed to this world. But what? By the renewing of your 
that may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect and the will of God. When you know the word of God, you know what is with the will of God. What is perfect, what is good. Most of us are spending time with the wrong company because we don't know what is perfect and what is good. You are listening to confused songs because you don't know what is perfect and what is good. The perfect will of the word of God transforms. And I told you, the word of God transforms the mind of your spirit. The mind of what? And last week we saw the ministry of the Holy Spirit makes you what? Noble. Is it true? John 3, 5. Jesus said, answered very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot what? Enter the kingdom of God. Job that that is true. Can you say amen if you are there? Amen. I said, then shall I speak, and multitude of years shall teach wisdom. But there is what? But there is what? And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise. Neither do they age understand judgment. Therefore, I've concluded you need to be filled to be wise. Still, remember, you need to be filled to be wise. You are, your function determines your function. If you are noted for the negative, you will function for the negative. Okay? Ephesians 5, verse 15 to 18, a proof of it. You need to be filled. You need to be filled. Tell anybody, be filled. Do you ask anybody, do you pray in the Spirit? Are you Holy Ghost filled? If no, what are you waiting for? Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 18. Are we in Ephesians chapter 5? That's why you need to be filled for you to be a noble. Hallelujah. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't be filled in your stomach with food. But with the Holy Ghost. Be filled. Ephesians 5, 15 to 18. It says, See then that you walk all circumspectly, not as what? Fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time. Tell everybody, redeem your time. Because the days are evil, okay? Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding the will of the Lord is and be not drunk with what? Where is it? But be filled. The foolishness of an individual is a result of the ministry of the Holy Ghost in their life. Because the wise things of God are foolishness to man. You don't think about If you want to operate in the class of God, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Being led by the Holy Ghost. Your unction determines your functionality. Okay? You function as part of the unction in your life. Some of us are not even led to anything. Tell anybody, be filled. Amen. Tell anybody, after getting understanding, be filled. Okay? So today we look at the ministry of the man of God. I've done a recap for you. Have you understood? You need to be prayerful. You need to have the word of God speaking to your spirit, man, okay? Then number three, you need to be Holy Ghost filled. Now, how does the ministry of God, man of God, makes you a noble? Number one definition, who is a man of God? This is something that God took into my life so consistently that I thought by day, that's why most of us struggle in, in the faith. The man of God is someone who brings the act and the act of fatherhood. A man of God is the man that brings the act and the act, okay? Of what? 
representation to God. So they are there to represent God. You know what I'm talking about? The man of God is a man that brings the act and the act of fatherhood in representation to God that men may believe in his love and fatherhood. That men may believe in God's love and God's what? Fatherhood. Are you understanding that? A man of God is the man that brings the act and the act of what? Of fatherhood, okay? Of fatherhood in representation to God. That men may believe in his love and fatherhood. Most people don't see God as a father because men of God ignore the ministry of fatherhood. Do you know that? And because now most of girls, people feel God is a master and a receiver because men of God are busy receiving and they are masters. <laughs> men of God are supposed to bring the act and the art of God. It is representation of God. So men to believe in fatherhood of God, that God is a father. When a man of God becomes a master and his only thing is to rule is to receive, People will feel God is a master and his only way to please him is to give him. You know what I'm talking about? You, unless you give God, you can never have a change of story. Have you heard that? And you, God is wondering, like, I didn't send you to tell them that. I want them to experience fathers. A father is the one you will not give but still remains your father. Is it true? Most of us have seen God like a master. Like a guy there, you must woo him. You have not seen him as a father. Now God says, come as you are. But someone said, you cannot come as you are, yeah? Because the man of God has told you, unless you tap on this grace, you cannot receive anything. <laughs> so you know, unless you tap on God, you cannot what? You don't need to tap on your father for your father to respond. That is daddy, is it true? Yes. And you don't need to touch him like this, say, daddy, I'm tapping on you. Why men are struggling with salvation is because they have not received fatherhood in church. So they see God as a master and as a receiver. The moment you have a father in the faith who teaches you like a father, you understand about you believe God as a father. You understand about God did not send men of God to bring masterhood, but fatherhood. Most people are afraid to be noble Christians because. They have not learned from fatherhood. Fathers are the ones who teach you to be noble. You can never know nobility unless you are taught. Any person who's supposed to be a king is taught to be a queen. What do they do in kingly? When you are born as a prince and you're supposed to be the next person on the throne, they give you your own castle. Is it true? So they have not taught you to be your own castle. They have taught you to be under them. Yeah? Oh, mighty man. But that doesn't mean you need to disperse man of God. You understand what I'm about? It's for them to teach you fatherhood. The easiest way to learn Christ is through the man of God you are next to you. Do you know that? Than the Bible you're reading. Because I've already read what you have not read. Are we there? So by reason of that, people have seen God as a master and you need to serve rather than relate with him. So you don't relate with God, you serve God. So some say, serving God pays, which is true. But what about the relationship with God? Because if you don't serve the man of God, you will not tap on the anointing. 
They did not tell you you relate with the man of God. But relationship has power than service. Do you know that? Because before you relate with someone, you must have been serving them. Am I saying the truth? Relationship is when you can tell your father, no, I cannot do it. And they understand from where you're talking about. You're not talking about. A master, someone you cannot tell them, daddy, I cannot do it. And they think like they have right over your life. That's why you want to see a turn and go, oh, no, yes. Because they have not seen God as a father. They have seen him as a man. Now they are struggling with salvation because there's no relationship, but only service mentality. You must serve the Lord thy God, but for you to serve the Lord thy God, Acceptably, you must have a relationship with him. Have what? So a child that has a relationship with God is the one the man of God has a relationship with his children. Am I saying the truth? No, it's so hard for a junior to look for a senior. But it's so easy for a senior to look for a junior. Do you know that? For you to mentor people below you, you must know how to look for them. Until they feel they can look for you. Relationship. The way you relate with God is an example because you have seen the way this guy relates with God. The command of God is supposed to bring fatherhood for you to make you realize that you can have a relationship with God. Because your father will tell you something you don't know. My great and amazing guy. You're not talking about. You're not talking about. I, but you see, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to show them I am flesh like you, but the spirit of God is different. You're not talking about. You can walk in the spirit as much as you're in the flesh. And you can never lose relationship with God because of that. So when it reaches to a point a man of God cannot relate with his God given members. Then people find it hard to relate with God as a father. You what I'm talking about? They find it what? Hard. You see, if the man of God says it is very technical for you to hear the voice of God, you must in this be in a particular class. So they believe you must obey, like, you must behave like this for you to hear from God. You know how the Pharisees used to walk in order. I don't know if they used to show you their hands up. Eh? They used to walk like monks. Hmm? So you think like an master, just like him, okay? And also walk like that. Maybe that's how God will hit me with the spirit. You know what I'm Because children copy fathers. I'm telling the truth, eh? A man of God is supposed to bring fatherhood. When he brings fatherhood to the children, children believe God as a father. They see God as a what? When they see God as a father, they realize all things are possible. Then their nobility will come alive. It will what? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 to 18. I hope you understand it. So, nobility is made by the fatherhood you have. A church where people dress well is because the man of God is dressing well. You see, if you are a man of authority, you don't need to tell people your authority. They already know your authority. Is it true? They already know. What they need is love, fatherhood. For you to believe in God, you need fatherhood. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 to 18. Wherefore, come out from among them, but be ye separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and what? I said the Lord Almighty. God wants you to be a experienced fatherhood. That's why he said, separate yourself. But how will God come and tell you to separate yourself? He must put a man on the way. He must do what? The man could not really understand the book of Esaias. He needed, he needed Stephen to go across. You understand what you're about? There must be a man on the way. 
to separate yourself from these particular things. So that you will stop attaching and clean things. All of you I know, by relationship, sometimes you avoid to do things because if that even finds out, to be trouble for me. Even how will you feel? For you to know God is a father. That's the things you are touching is because of the fatherhood you have had in your life. The things you stop touching is because of the kind of fatherhood. Absent fathers have destroyed many generations because children have ended up touching what is not right because their fathers were absent. Am I saying the truth? I don't know if you're understanding. So what is an art? An art is a skill acquired by experience, study, or observation. An art is a skill what? Acquired. It's a skill what? Acquired. By experience, study, or observation. You can have the art of fatherhood by study, experience, and what? Observe? Observation. All of you one day you'll be fathering people in this ministry. Observe now. Observe what? What is an act? An act is a law. Tell anybody it's a law. Law made by a group of legislatures. So God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost made a law. They made what? So, by reason of that, God has a desire for men to draw unto him, okay? And apart from sending Jesus as part of redemption, he needed to appoint men of God with specific appointment to make people realize that God is the Father, okay? That you can relate with him, you can access the cross without condemnation. People are condemned because their fathers are busy condemning them. Obviously, with me, nothing goes out. I must tell you, if you are going wrong, I must tell you. That's why now Jesus wanted you to draw nigh to him. But God will draw nigh to you based on the man of God who's leading you. Some of them feel like, I. Now you see, if I show you the way, you will never miss the way. Am I saying the truth? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Say, I must show you that way of Jesus, which is the truth and the life. You will never miss it. The problem is you are struggling to find the way because there's no one who's embracing you to show you the way. So you don't know how to pray. You don't know how to study. You don't know how to relate with God. That's why they told Jesus, teach us how to pray as John taught his disciples. That was fatherhood was needed there. Oh, we are seeing the children of people of John praying this particular way. So the nobility of any church is a result of the fatherhood in that church. So all of you now study, observe, okay? And have the experience that the day you shall be mattering people in this church, you can take whatever you have learned to give them. Am I saying the truth? Yes. Am I saying the truth? Yes. So what were men of God appointed to do? Number one, to bring the message and, the partic and a particular message. Why did God put the men of God as much as he sent Jesus Christ his only son? Number one is to do what? To bring the message and a particular what? And a particular what? Message. The messages of the cross. Jesus Christ, okay? The message, a particular message is like our vision. Raising a people that are led by the Spirit. John 3.16 is our anchor. Salvation is our priority. Everyone should draw nigh to God. Everyone should go to God. 
with God. God appointed men of God to bring the message and a particular word. Job chapter 33 verse 23 26. Can you open that quickly? Job 33 verse 23 to 26. We must open our Bibles. Job 33 23 to 26. God sent men of God to bring the message of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son that several believers should know what? That he gave them a particular assignment, a particular message to go and preach. You know what I'm talking about? That's why in this church we talk so much about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm talking about? Being led. Prosperity is our thing. Being led in every facet of your life. Job chapter 3, verse 23, 26. What does it say? If there be what? If there be what? Tell your neighbor, if we be a messenger with you, Number two, he said, be an what? An interpreter. Is it true? One among what? To show unto man his what? Then he is gracious unto him and said, deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be what? Fresher than the child and he shall return the days of his youth. He shall pray unto God and he will be what? Favorable unto him and shall see his face with joy, for he will render unto man his righteousness, if there be a messenger. Hallelujah. You will feel confidence in prayer altar if you are sure your relationship with God is correct. But there must be a messenger to assure you that your relationship with God is correct. Most of us are fighting condemnation by ourselves. We are struggling with that addiction. That's why we are not progressing. If you had come and just said, Daddy, I'm going through this thing, I'll, you know how I'll follow up on you. <laughs> it's only a problem is that most people don't want to tell because they know they'll be followed up to. That will say you will turn into righteousness. Number two, they were appointed to be received to open doors for the words. God appointed men of God to be received to open doors of the words. Open what? They to be received to open doors of rewards. If you don't receive a man of God, you can never receive the reward. So, as much as they carry the message and a particular message, you must receive the message. You must do what? Now, when you receive the message, you receive the particular word. Reward. You receive a particular word. Reward. Matthew chapter 10, verse 41 to 42. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive the prophet's word. Reward. And he receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. But verse 42 says something very powerful. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say to you, he shall, know, he shall in no wise lose his reward. The moment you receive the message and the messenger, you receive the word. Most of us have received the message of the word of God, but we never received the messenger. So you must receive for your nobility to come to pass. You know what about? Now what you are learning is because you chose to receive not only the message, but the person who is carrying the message. And there must be a reward. Is it true? There must be a word. They say you must receive, you must receive it with all your heart. This one I consider as him as my authority. 
I consider him as my man who can speak on me on behalf of God. He can plead my case in the name of Jesus. Don't think about you unless you receive the man, you cannot receive the message. So they are supposed to be received for your particular word. The word. There are some things we are struggling praying for that you could have asked and you would have ended like that. <laughs> what men do is because we are all led by the Spirit, so you put yourself equal with the men of God. Even when you hear from God, what is he telling me? Ask your neighbor. Few, many are called? Few are chosen. Where do you belong? Most people are on the call part because we are called by cross Jesus, you understand? The chosen ones were appointed by God. There were those who are eunuchs from their mother's womb. There are those who are appointed as eunuchs. That's the Bible says. Some of them were chosen to be men of God from their mother's womb. How do you compete with someone like that? Because they have the Holy Ghost. I know, I hear God. Even me. You see, he planned. He did one, two, three. He got it. Even me, I'll do one, two, three and got it. You'll get something very confused. You must receive the man. To receive the word. You understand what That's why God has put him there. Then if you receive the man, you receive fatherhood. When you receive fatherhood, you believe in fatherhood from heaven. Number three. They were appointed to reveal what God has in mind concerning the hour. They were appointed to reveal what God has in mind concerning what? The hour. Concerning what? The hour. For an individual, a city, a nation, the continent. Think about the hour. The hour. To reveal. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Men of God will reveal to you what you need to do. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants there. He didn't say any other person, the prophets. Some of you have been told, I'll be telling you don't do this, but you think you need to do it because you made up your mind. You end up struggling. And they're just looking at them and saying, I wish they knew. Why do you need that heartbreak for yourself? And I've been told don't do something. The servant is the secret. The secret of the Lord is with his men of God, not with you. You're not talking about you have the word, but you don't have the secret of God concerning your life. You tell someone, don't do this. They don't follow guidance. They think they know. They read one article from somewhere now, they think they are bishops of their life. Tell your neighbor, Jesus is the bishop of your life, yeah? Most of us, and you tell someone, don't do this. Say, Daddy, you know, I've already made up my mind. <laughs> so if you made up your mind, what were you telling me then? Okay, why, why were you telling me to do what? To pray? Tell your neighbor, listen. Don't be too big to listen. Number four. They are there to rule and account for, over your soul. Tell your neighbor to rule and account over your soul. Listen to me. I'll be taking account over your, all your souls. One way or another. If I tell you a lie, God will take me account to it. To rule and account for your souls. That's why I will not allow you to do something that I don't agree with in the name of making you happy. It's better we defer even you woke up, but I told you. 
Because the moment you walk out, I have washed my hands. That's why he told Ezekiel, if you tell them and you don't, if you don't tell them, the blood will be in your hands. It's better you tell them. Tell someone. If they refuse, that's up to them. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have rule over you. Can you open the word of God? Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Are you understanding? Now, this is what will make you normal. Hebrews 13, 17. Because they have right to rule and take account. You understand what about? That's why you say, read books. Be in prayer. Don't miss. Stand somewhere. Stand somewhere. Because they are ruling over your life. What do you care about? Are you in Hebrews 17? Obey them that rule over you and submit yourselves. Submit. You must do it willingly. He will take rule over me. I've committed myself under him. And that day I will follow. If I follow Lord, give me evidence of following. That's what you need to pray. Rule over you yourself. For they watch over your word for your souls. As they must give what? Must. Did you see the word must? Must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for who? Me. Is it unprofitable for me? Who? Me. Me or you? The follower. It's unprofitable for you. The moment you can't submit, you say, you know it's not seeing me. I told you, Fathers pretend they are sleeping, but they are watching everything they do. We can always tell. The Englishman, they say, I can smell a rat. Is it true? They smell the rat. <laughs> are we clear? Those are the four things where God appointed them. Now, how do men of God make people nobles? Four ways how men of God can make you a noble. Number one, they will give you instructions. Say instructions. They will give you what? When men of God give you instructions, you better follow them. If it's true, a man of God. Follow what? Instructions. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 8. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Hear, tell your neighbor, hear. Yeah. Don't listen. Don't ever stop listening. Here. You see, the people who tell them something, they are listening. Then they, they, they turn around. I already decided. Those who are people who are busy listening, they are not listening. They don't hear. There's a difference of hearing and what? Listen. You know you can stand next to me just for me to finish my vocabulary. You understand what about? But when I'm done with my vocabulary, what do you do? You turn and go your way? When I call you back and ask you, did you say, ah, but then I changed my mind. I didn't know what just tell you. Someone like that who does like that, next time you come and see me for advice. Do you know I just tell you what was in your mind? That's the first thing I'll ask you. Be careful when every time I ask you what's in your mind. Because I've realized there's nothing I can tell you. Okay, what should I tell you then? So you tell me what is in your mind, I just agree with you. To make you happy, you continue with your own. Because it's foolishness for a father to argue with a son or a daughter. You're wasting your time. If you're a man of your own, why should I help you? Help yourself. was so following, so she said, give me the last muzzle. He said, I am with my child, is it true? 
If she followed the instruction, what happened? It multiplied. Stop telling me how many things you have read or how many things you have researched. I don't care about that at the moment. Are you spirit-led? Spiritual things are not ruled by what you hear from people that I read a magazine. That's not how spiritual things work. The things of God are foolishness to men. Listen to your mouth. When you end up me telling you what is in your mind, just know I am tired of telling you things because even they are not helping you. I find myself I'm pouring on. I'll show you something today. That's why someone said, Daddy, I stopped being close to me. I did not stop being close to you. You don't stop being close to me. Because a son who follows instructions, you keep them near. Because you want them to learn everything you know for the sake of posterity. Children are raised for posterity, not for the now. You understand what I'm about? You know what's posterity? You raise a child for generation, not for the now. You don't raise children for now. It's nothing like that. Because you don't raise children for now. You raise them for what? Posterity. Who will run this ministry in the day I'm gone? The man with the one who said I read. No, the man who said I was led. You understand what I'm talking about? I was what? I was led. Number two. They correct you. They do what? After instruction, they will correct you. They will give you too much correction. Until sometimes you may think, Quanam, am I always on the wrong? Proverbs 3, verse 12. For whom the Lord loveth, he what? He corrects them. Even as a father, the son in whom he what? He delights. If you find you're not receiving correction, it means you're delightful. Then you're not delightful. Because there are people who do correct, but you don't receive it. How will you be made a noble if you're not corrected? A father will only correct who he delights to. You're not talking about if I find delighting, it is delighting. You will correct the person. Number four. Fathers give laws. Tell your neighbor laws. Number three, sorry. They give laws. They give what? Laws. That's how they make you a noble. They give you a law. They tell you the secret of success. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. For I have for I give you good doctrine. Forsake not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. I was my father's son when I obeyed his laws. I was what? Check properly. You only call you a person who knows how to follow instructions. Do you know that? People who don't know how to follow instructions, never call them because they will waste your time. I'm not saying that. Now start looking how many often am I calling you? No. I was my father's son. Do you hear that? Because I'm. Solomon was not just favored because he knew how to follow the law, his father David. Some of us, he was not the firstborn. He received the throne because he followed the law. His mother was not the first wife. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It had nothing to do with position, it had to do with the law. You can be close to leadership, but you're not even recommended. Am I telling the truth? I'm saying the truth. You can be close to what? But you're not even what? <coughs> I was my father's son because I obeyed there? No. Number four. What fathers make to make people nobles? They give you commandments. Say commandments. commandments. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20. My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Fathers, what?
How should a follower or a son behave to be a noble under the man of God? How should he behave to be a noble? Okay. I've told you how a man will make you noble. Is it true? I've told you. They are very specific. Have you seen? Instructions, corrections, laws, and what? Commandments. It didn't say anything else. Number one, possess a master mentality. Possess what? Mark chapter 9 verse 5. And Peter answered and said unto Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. And let us make three tabernacles for one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. The, peace, the disciples saw Jesus as their master. You know anything about? See a father in the Lord as a master to you. He can determine your pace. He can do what? A man of God can make you run so fast than even other people. Because he will show you something that people don't know. That you just cut through like a bypass. That's why Jesus showed them all these secrets. That's why the disciples of Jesus were very valid till now. They're very what? Except one who did not consider Jesus a master. Who was Judas, the Iscariot. Number two, possess a father mentality. Say father mentality. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. For I have given you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law, for I was my father's son. The son saw himself as a father. This is my father, okay? He will not tell me something to destroy me. Number one, why should I be jealous of you? I should be happy for you. Am I saying the truth? Why should I be jealous of you when you are blessed? Like I was telling him, I want you guys to come very fast that when I stop, you come in force and I throw you to the next level. It should be, I will be blessed when you have more territories than mine. I should not be jealous. Fathers who bring down children, because of being coming having more territories, they are jealous people. Those are not fathers. They are just leaders. They are talking about. Our father will push you to the next level. Possess a father mentor. Where you can say anything and you'll be moved to the next level. Number three. Have an attitude to make them glad. Have an attitude to do what? Make them what? Proverbs chapter 10 verse 1. A wise son make it glad father. Make it a glad father. A wise what? Proverbs chapter 10 verse 1. Whatever anyone was saying, have you ever inflicted pain on you? Make them glad. And I'm telling you the truth, it's not easy to make your father glad. <laughs> will you take over if I'm always telling you, showing you how to do things? How will you take over if I'm always showing you how to do things? If I'm always reminding you to do things? How will you take over? How will you be greater than me if I'm always showing you a good son makes his father what? Glad. In your finances, show me I can be happy. What does your life? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your money? A son who makes his father might multiply what he has. You know something about? Hmm. I hope you are learning an attitude to make them what? Attitude. When you do that, let me tell you the truth. You will never marry the wrong person. I'm telling you the truth. You will never spend your money on the wrong thing. Because, you know, when I tell him my report, I want him to be happy about my life. My lifestyle. You're talking about, I want him to be happy. Number four. You must have an hearing ability. Have what? Hearing what? Proverbs 13 verse 1. A wise son heareth his father. His father's instruction. But a scorner heareth not rebuke. Now, that is wisdom. You're thinking about, he has what I don't have. Desire to be what? If you need 
to be, become a noble son. Desire to be what? Wise. Then another word, desire not to afflict pain or waste their strength. Desire not to what? Afflict pain or waste their Some people, even you create for them opportunities, they waste it. Hey! You say this one is not even a prayer project. It's beyond our... <laughs> Proverbs chapter 19, verse 26. He that wasted his father and chases away his mother is the son that causes what? Shame. Proverbs chapter 19. Are you seeing it? Verse 26. Desire not to afflict pain or waste their strength. If you invest something on someone, you create time for someone, you create opportunity for someone, but they are still the same someone. <laughs> they never grow, outgrow, they are still the same. Don't waste their strength. Don't do what? That's, if you do not, someone who knows how to utilize their strength will be far. Don't waste their what? And lastly, desire to keep and introduce men of worth to them. To him, okay? Desire to keep. To do what? To keep and introduce men of what? Okay. Men of what? To them. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 7. Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, but he that is a companion of righteous men, riotous men, sorry, riotous men, shameth his what? A riotous person is a group of people behaving violently. Or without control. They just... Have we learned something today? Yes. That's how you become what? Through the ministry of the man of God. I know it's something that is very practical that you really need to observe. And obviously you need to be born again. Is it true? Almost three, you can never walk with the man of God if you're not in line, okay? Almost three, you must be filled in the Holy Ghost, okay? First Timothy chapter 1 verse 3 says, pray for them that are in authority, especially kings. You're talking about, you must be led. Sometimes your leader can tell you something that can confront you, but you must not know to pray that God can lead them. You're talking about, be Holy Ghost. If you're not Holy Ghost filled, you'll react. You'll walk out, but you're the one who lose. Be Holy Ghost what? Number three, be devoted. Be what? John 3 30. He must increase in me and I decrease in him. Did you hear that? You let you let 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 me increase in you and you decrease on yourself. Well, you can see things that are operating at the same level. Well, we stand and you talk, no one will know the difference between me and you. Well, we go somewhere, they say, now who's the who's the man of God? Because the content is the same. Are we clear? I said you must be devoted number three. Is it true? Number four, you must be submissive. Must be what? I say number one, be born again. Number two, be filled in the Holy Ghost. Number three, be devoted. Be devoted. If I'm your father, be, be my daughter, be my son. Don't become a visitor. Do not have visitors. Be submissive. Submit. Submission does not mean you cannot say your mentality, your thoughts. You understand about submission is not slavery, okay? You must be able to say your mind. You understand about I'm submitting, but this is what I'm thinking. What do you say, sir? You're talking about that submission. Then learn to absorb things and remain a true to their cause. Learn to avoid, absorb things and remain true to their cause. Mark 8:33. Look at this one. Jesus tells 
Peter, Satan, get down behind me. <laughs> huh? I, I, you know Elijah and Elijah? I was saying in the case. Elijah was following. Elisha was following this. Elisha told him, remain here, I am gone. He did not accept that. He continued. Some people tell them, remain here. They just accept, I'm a saver, watch at the bus. You need, I always say, as a son, you need to have a little stubbornness. Tell anybody a little stubbornness. Just to follow. Don't allow yourself to give in to your emotions. What are you talking about? Then last, number six, be a servant first. Be a servant. For you to be a good son and be a servant, what? Numbers chapter 11, verse 28, they say, Joshua, the servant of Moses. You understand what about? Be a servant first. Number seven, be a follower. And lastly, or be a follower is Philippians 3, 17. Be followers of me. Okay? Be a follower. And then lastly, minister to them. First Kings chapter 19, verse 21. Minister to what? They said, First Kings chapter 19, verse 21, minister to them. Elisha did not start ministering to Elisha. Sorry, Elisha did not start ministering to Elijah after he followed him. Immediately, he told his fathers, I want to go and minister to the man of God. Can you open there? You see it. First Kings chapter 19, verse 21. Are we there? Are we in verse 21? Okay, look keenly. And returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instrument of the oxen and gave unto the people. They did it. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered what? He didn't know Elijah. He started ministry. What do you want, man of God? Yeah? What do you want me to do for you? Oh, you need water. He's the man who poured water in the hands of Elijah. Is it true? Minister to them. It's for your blessing. Every time you're doing something around, you always hear something around. Am I saying the truth? Ask those people who spend time around. Every time when you're doing something, what? You carry someone going with them somewhere, you will always tell them something. You must tell them something. There's always an inspiration that must come. I believe you have learned. It was long. I needed to do it so stress so that you don't see it as a slavery. You only know God the Father through your relationship with your Father in the Lord. Do you what I'm talking about? And when these attributes are renewed, obviously do it for the Lord. Am I saying the truth? Yes. If you're able to follow instructions from the man of God, you'll follow instructions from God. If you're able to receive correction, you'll receive correction from God. If you're able to receive the commandments of the man of God, you can follow the command. Be on your face. Lord, I take grace. I take grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter at the home of More Than Conquerors. You can also send us an email at the home of More Than Conquerors at gmail.com or visit our website, which is www.thomtc.com. Thumbs.com. See you.